welcome to Raw Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Freeman, and this week, I'll be welcoming Sharon Stiles. Sharon and I have known each other for quite a few years. We've worked on triathlon camps together here in Canmore, Alberta, and just supported each other out on the course. We were also part of the same team in the past with Team Tri-Life, and that's where I really originally connected with Sharon. Sharon is a certified triathlon coach of all levels of triathletes. So if you're looking for a triathlon coach, she's the one to go after. She's amazing. She's a mom of two. She's living the dream as a full-time triathlon coach. And she's also an incredible athlete. If you've ever seen her racing out there, I don't know if she knows this, but she, I call her Speedy Sharon because <laughs> she is one speedy athlete out there and incredible to watch race with such focus and determination and such heart too. When we, we were in Hawaii and she was racing uh, the world championships there in Hawaii on the big island. And I remember being able to see her race, which is amazing and a dream come true for her for sure. And I just remember giving her the biggest hug as she had so much suntan lotion on her, just like ready for that day. And, and yeah, that was quite the experience. She's been an athlete all of her life and she's an incredible runner and run coach as well. I would like to welcome Sharon Styles to Raw Podcast. Keep in mind, there might be the odd swear word here and there. So if you do have kids around, just throw some earbuds in and so they don't hear that. So welcome Sharon Styles to Raw Podcast. Welcome to Raw Podcast. Today, I have the amazing Sharon Styles on. I've known Sharon for quite a long time, and she's an incredible athlete and an incredible coach. So Sharon, welcome to Raw Podcast. Thank you for having me, Sarah. I'm pretty excited to be doing this with you. Thank you for saying yes. <laughs> I know sometimes doing <laughs> podcasts are, you know, they're they're a little daunting sometimes, but they're a lot of fun and just 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 bring your voice and that's what the community wants to hear out there, your amazing uh raw voice. So I'm just gonna well, dive right in. <laughs> I'm gonna dive right in here and um just ask where did it all start for you, Sharon? Like as an athlete or as a coach, it's up to you which direction you want to take that in. Um, how did it all become reality for you? Oh, I'm going to tell you how it started both ways because I, I think those are good stories to tell. I, I grew up in a really awesome uh, kind of sporty household. We had a really good, you know, physical literacy in our house. I learned to do a lot of sports just from my dad and probably my brother too. Um, before I even got into organized sport, I, you know, I could play football. I could play hockey. I could play baseball. You know, my dad taught me how to ride a bike. He taught me how to swim. I could do front crawl before I ever took a swimming lesson. Um, as kids, we, we just played sports all the time on our street. We lived on a cul-de-sac and, you know, in the summer, it was pretty common for a baseball game to be played down in the in the far end of the cul-de-sac and all the kids would come out. And so there was a lot of that. And then I tried a lot of different organized sports as a kid. I, I tried it all pretty much. I did soccer, baseball, gymnastics, figure skating, 
Um, I played a year of ringette. I took tennis lessons one summer. I tried synchronized swimming one summer. Oh, amazing. How did you like the synchronized swimming? (laughs) I loved it. Honestly, it was more of like a demonstration kind of program. And if they'd had a coach and that had that had become a permanent team. I, that might've been the direction my life had gone. Honestly, I loved it. I I was, and as an adult now I'll get in the lake and I'll still spin a few turns and and things like that. So yeah, I, that's amazing. If they started like a master's class in Canmore or like an old, I would totally do it. Oh, (laughs) can you imagine? It would be all over that. I would be all over that. Sign me up. Um, yeah. So then in, in ninth grade, um, I wasn't involved in any organized sport at that point. And a friend of mine convinced me, our junior high did not have a track team. And a friend of mine convinced me to go over to the high school. The ninth graders were invited to join the track team at the high school. I was kind of terrified to go, but a friend of mine convinced me to go with her. And I'm so grateful she did because that's kind of the direction my life took. I discovered running and long distance things. I I did cross country running. I did cross country skiing. I did um, swimming in high school. And so that was kind of a pivotal moment for me in terms of having tried a million sports and nothing ever really stuck to, you know, finally just falling in love with running and and anything that was like kind of gross motor and (laughs) didn't require hand-eye coordination. I had great coaches in high school, my running coaches and ski and swim coach. And, and I really connected with all those coaches. And so that was a really positive experience for me. And I went on and I I ran some track and field and cross country in university as well. I did okay there. I was kind of middle of the pack and, um, I switched over to triathlon. I guess I was, I was 31 and I'd been running a lot and I'd been getting injured And I did my first triathlon and it was freezing cold, pouring rain. And I loved it. (laughs) Where was it, Sharon? It was the Arbor Lake Triathlon in Calgary. And um, my husband and my kids were there and they were soaking wet and cold. And I sent them home. We'd taken two vehicles. And I I just remember sitting around after the race, eating the post-race food. And everybody was so nice and so Mm. welcoming. And I thought this is the atmosphere I want for sport. I I love this. I love these people. I love how the last person that finished got more cheers than the first person that finished. And (laughs) I was absolutely hooked from that point on. And um, yeah, the rest is history. I just kept doing more and more and longer events. And um, as you know, I'm a coach. And so that has given me the opportunity to really jump all in with this sport and embrace it not only as my career, as my passion, as my pastime. And um, I'm grateful for, you know, all the experiences that I've had through racing and traveling and the friendships I've made and the relationships I've developed with, with athletes over the years. It's, it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah. The community is incredible out there and, those friendships you make through the triathlon or even just like the swimming part of it is yeah. I, yeah. I have to agree with you. It's great something people. special. There's yeah. great people in triathlon, honestly. Yeah. And you know, just this past weekend we were racing and um, just being out on that run course with so many people from our, our community and just the nods, the smiles, the, the waves, the fist bumps, the cheers, you know, from people who are racing, you know, mm-hmm not just the people on the sidelines. It was just, it was really, 
my heart is full. It was a really amazing day. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon, how did you find, I'm curious, like when you're saying like doing the calorie 70.3 this past weekend and then like just all the support out on the course, did you find that there was like a different feeling you had or a vibe that you got from other people just because we haven't been able to race for so long? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a hard day. People were suffering out there, but there was um, like a spark in the air. Like people were grateful. People were happy. People were smiling. You know, it was hard work, but everyone was thrilled to be there. And yeah, it was definitely, there was definitely an extra spark in the air on Sunday, hundred percent. Oh, that, yeah. I get goosebumps just hearing about it because I, <laughs> I can just picture it. <laughs> it was pretty fantastic. <laughs> Seeing all the different stories coming out of social media or through emails and stuff and your, your photos that you've got up there and just the, the smiles on people's faces, like, yeah. and just being able to be together again, you know, in that capacity is uh, a special, yeah, bringing that spark. Yeah. Thanks, Sharon. So the next question I have is, what is the story that you hold close to your heart a story that connects you to who you are today and what you do as a rad active woman, something you just hold close to your heart that you could share? I think, I mean, it's, it's nothing that really is like this big, exciting moment, but it was, you know, an aha moment for me, um, because because I'm a triathlon coach, you know, I always tell people I'm living the dream. I'm, I'm doing a job I absolutely love and I wouldn't have it any other way. And, and the path to becoming a coach was actually kind of simple. I was, I was swimming with my own coach, Angie Anderson. She's been my coach <laughs> since almost the beginning. And um, I've also been a volunteer run coach um, since 1998. So in our community here in Carstairs. So um, coaching wasn't new to me, but I was swimming with her. We finished our swim. We're just standing in the showers. We're washing our hair, just chit-chatting about life and things. And she says to me, you know, you would make a fantastic coach. You should take the coaching course. Hmm. And I looked at her and it was like a light bulb just went off in my head. And I had never thought about making a career out of coaching until that very moment and I remember coming home and, and telling Marty, my husband, and he was all in. And in that, that, so that moment, that shower, <laughs> that shower know, with Angie, that, that changed my life. It really did. I, I took the coaching certification course. I actually finished the program up completely, um, getting my comp intro, NCCP comp intro before I even took on my first client. Um, I just wanted to make sure, I mean, you know, very type A, I wanted to make sure I was going to be good at what I did before I started doing it. Um, and, and I got my first athlete who's actually one of my best friends now, Jen Odd. And um, it just built from there. You know, I, my kids were young. I was still kind of a part-time stay-at-home mom, which by the way, has been the most rewarding job I've ever had. Um, But so it was great. I started building my coaching business. It it built as my children grew and, and now, you know, it's my full-time job. And I just, sometimes I, I look back and I can't believe the direction my life has taken. I never would have envisioned that this would have been my career. Um, but yeah, 
it all came it all came down to a, a moment in the shower and and some encouragement from a really really great coach to you know give me a little nudge in in this direction that my life would take. Oh, I love that. I love hearing those. That that's beautiful. In the shower. <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> and now yeah. look at you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's oh. my it's my career. It's Thanks fantastic. for sharing that, Sharon. <laughs> so, what is what is your wish? One, just one wish for women who are listening to us right now to carry into their future as a rad active woman, because all the women out there are rad active women. But they what's are, your one wish? Even the ones who aren't as active as they'd like to be. Exactly. Um, you know what? I I would really wish that all women would have a support system for them in sport. I think if you have one person that can encourage you, um, help lift you up and, and, and either nudge you into sport, nudge you back into sport, whichever it is, if you've never done it or you're returning to sport after an absence for whatever reason, um, I wish for all women to have that support. I think that's not always there. You know, I, I use my own, my own daughter as an example. She played very high level sport in high school and she, you know, she graduated high school and she got invited to go play on a women's soccer team. And, you know, she shows up, she's shy, she's a little introverted and it really wasn't a welcoming atmosphere. No one, you know, took the time to reach out and make her feel welcome and encourage her. And, you know, if, if even just two or three of those ladies had just, you know, taken her under her wing, given her a little bit of love, you know, she would have been an amazing asset for that team. But instead she didn't continue with them. Mm. And so I think, you know, sometimes as women, we need to really be there to lift each other up and support each other. And, and it doesn't have to be necessarily, you know, a fellow athlete that lifts you up. It can be your partner. It can be a family member. I would just wish that every woman out there that wants to, you know, participate in sport or dominate in sport, whatever their goals <laughs> are, that they have someone there to back them up and support them. And I think triathlon in general is pretty good for that. I think most people are pretty welcoming and, and pretty uplifting. Um, not all sports are like that. Um, I think we kind of have a, a special little community, but um, yeah, I mean, I would love to be that person for someone. I'm always happy to to just chat triathlon and talk triathlon and you don't have to be one of my athletes. You know, if you reach out and you have a question, I'm always happy to, you know, spend a few minutes and answer a question. You know, oftentimes I'm in the pool and I'll be working hard head down. And then, you know, someone will just pop up and say, Hey, Hey, could you, could you take a look at this or what, you know, what do you do? Like, what are you doing? And I'm always happy to, you know, share little tidbits and, and, and give people a little nudge in the right direction, you know, and I just, that would be my wish is for every woman, no matter if it's a fellow athlete or a partner, a family member, just to have someone that lifts them up and gives them support. I love that. So women out there, you're hearing this. So if you see Sharon <laughs> at the pool running, whatever, she's out there and you, and you need that support system. She's yeah. there. I'm here for you. <laughs> I love chat, it. Chat me up. I always love to chat. <laughs> Sharon, what's, what is a ripple effect that you would create or, or you already, maybe you already are creating. Is there a ripple effect that you would like to create for women or 
are already? Well, I think, well, yeah, I mean, something popped to mind right away when you asked that. I, I said earlier, I've been a volunteer coach here in our little community of Carstairs um, since 1998. <laughs> I went to my first practice with cross country. This is a junior high and high school cross country team with uh, my daughter, Aiden, in the baby jogger. And so I've been coaching these kids here in Carstairs for over 20 years. And the most thrilling thing for me is when I hear from one of my kids, I call them my kids, um, when I hear from them and they're still running or they've returned to running after an absence, you know, they'll reach out and they'll text me and they'll say, Hey, I just did my first half marathon or, you know, I'm, I I'm out running and I just love it again. You know, those kind of things, nothing warms my heart more than to hear these kids have, you know, either stuck with it or come back to it. And I feel like, I feel like it's pretty cool that, you know, maybe this little piece that I influenced when they were younger is still with them now as adults. I've, I've got this one kid, she's not a kid anymore that I coached um, right from seventh grade up to 12th grade. And she was, she was a strong runner, you know, kind of top end, top half, kind of higher than middle of the pack, but she had a lot of injury issues. You know, she had a lot of knee surgeries in high school. She's even had to have them as an adult. And, and now she's out, she's still running half marathons. And and I just love that. I love that she's still running. It just makes me so happy. And I'm really excited and looking forward to the day when I have a second generation kid, when one of my kids, when I get to coach one of their kids. That, so that's I, that would be awesome. <laughs> that'll be a big day when I have my first second gen kids. Cause definitely um, a lot of the, the youth that I've coached over the years now are parents. So um it's hard to believe I've been doing it for that long, actually. I'm thinking, am I old enough to have coached for over 20 years? That's crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think that's the ripple effect that I think about is, is these kids that I've coached, you know, from seventh grade up to 12th grade and, and hearing that they might still be runners mm. or that maybe one day I get to coach one of their kids. I think that would be really cool. That would be cool. So I look yeah. forward to hearing about that, Sharon, when that happens. <laughs> so I'll probably tell the world. Yeah, you should tell the world. <laughs> so as a rad active woman, how would you like to own your voice um, more in your community and beyond? Like just one thing, like how would you want to own your voice more? Something that maybe you're holding back on. Yeah, something maybe I haven't done yet. Like what's next? Um, I don't know. You know, I've always had this kind of, this thought in the back of my mind that I would like to somehow get involved with an organization that provides bikes for kids mm. or maybe even, you know, start something like that here in Mountain View County. I think that as a kid, having a bike is like your, your ticket to the world. You know, you can, you can go places in your community. Like when I was a kid, we rode our bikes everywhere most often in the summer it was to the pool we were pool rats and we lived at the pool <laughs> awesome. um, but you know I, I was talking to my mom about this a little while ago and and just you know telling her how much you know having a bike was important to me as a kid and she said that when she was a kid um, her sister and her shared a bike they only had one bike so they could never actually 
you know, break out of the community and go anywhere together because they only had the one. And I thought, man, like I can't imagine not having a bike as a kid. Like that was my window to the world. We went to the candy store. We went to the playground. We went to the pool. We went everywhere on our bikes. And so I think that's something for me, you know, now that I'm an empty nester and I've got a little <laughs> extra time on my hands, not traveling to kids sporting events and extracurricular um, nine nights a week. Um, although I do miss that, to be honest, side note, mm. I do miss the sports with my kids, Aww. but that's something that I, that's something I would like to jump into somehow. Mm. I've got little ideas in the back of my mind and I just need to take the jump and maybe get going on it. So when are you going to take this jump, Sharon? Well, I've got some bikes in, <laughs> my, in my yard. So we live on an acreage. Unfortunately, we have too much storage space. This can be a problem. And so I've got these old kids bikes just kicking around. Mm. So plan is, I think in the off season, which is really not great timing to get bikes out to people, but in the off season, I'm going to clean the bikes up. Um, put new tires and tubes in them, make sure everything's working. And then maybe in spring, find some new homes for them in the community right here in Carstairs. I love that. I love, I want to yeah. hear about that too, Sharon, once you have that, I know you're going to make this happen. So yeah, I, I, I look forward to hearing bikes. the stories. Yeah. <laughs> a few more bikes to, to, to find homes for, I'm going to figure this out. I'm definitely going to figure this out. Well, as soon as you put the word out there. <laughs> about bikes, you know, they're going to start showing up at your place. And then <laughs> I hope so. So maybe there's some people listening right now. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Well, so yeah. I, I love that. And I look forward to hearing about it, Sharon. So I'm just going to wrap it up with one last question. Um, and sometimes people find this the hardest question yet. It is easy to answer, but there's just so many options. So lastly, give a shout out to one rad active women woman in your life and why man yeah that's really hard Sarah is it really hard just one woman I could name 50 but only one today okay so the one one that kind of jumps to mind is my friend Janine she is one of the best triathletes in the world in her age group. Quite literally, she's won the 70.3 world championships twice. She's been on the podium at Kona. Um, she's amazing. She's so good. When you chat with her, though, she is not, you wouldn't know it. She's so mm-hmm. cash and cool about it. And when I met her, um, you know, she'd be like my top competition here in Alberta, right? Like she'd be, she'd be the one to beat. And when I met her, she's like, Hey, do you want to come train on the Chinook bike course with me? Um, I can show you the route. It's really tricky. You know, it'd be really good for you to know it before race day. Like, so here I am perhaps maybe <laughs> her top competition, in Alberta, and she's taking me under her wing. She's showing me the course and, and, you know, making my life easier. And I just thought, wow, like she's this amazing athlete. And she's like, you know, friending me. And, and, um, I remember racing with Janine at that race at Chinook, this would have been in 2019. We were quite close on the bike, kind of back and forth the whole time. And we ride past a guy with a flat, she stops and she gives him her flat kit. 
Aww. you know, and she's like going for the overall win in this race and that's she beautiful. stops to help somebody. Right. So, I mean, that's yeah. just her character. Like she's really, really good, but she's also really, really nice. Aww. And, and I, I think that that is a fantastic quality to have, to be one of the best, to be so humble and mm, absolutely and kind. And so oh, yeah. thanks for sharing that Sharon. And I'm, I'm quite sure she'll, she'll hear that. So thank you for being on my podcast (laughs) and thank you. Oh, anytime. And thanks for being such a rad active woman out in the community. You really are an inspiration, Sharon. And I love working with you as, as coach to coach and um, just keep being amazing out there and have an amazing season. Well, thank you. And you too, Sarah. I mean, you're such an inspiration to all those around you. And I love working with you as a coach. I mean, we make a good team. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you so much, Sharon, for being a part of Raw Podcast, for sharing your heart and your stories. You're going to inspire so many people out there and already do. So thank you so much. You, uh, in my show notes, I have added in lots of details about Sharon and how to get in touch with her, follow her on Instagram, and some other interesting uh, details about Sharon too. So thank you, Sharon, for being on Raw Podcast. If you are enjoying Raw Podcast, please download uh, these episodes. Um, you can find them on iTunes and Spotify. Um, you can download them right off my website. The details are on in my bio as well. Thank you so much for supporting Raw Podcast and for being rad active women out there in your communities. Have an awesome day and catch you on the next Raw Podcast.